0: This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at
1: CapitalFinancialUSA.com.
0: Joe Person from The Athletic at Joseph Person on Twitter. This season is almost over, Sarah, so uh, the light is there right there at the end of the tunnel. Uh, Sum up what 2023 has been.
1: Well, I guess... Hearing you mention that, <laughs> uh, what came to mind is euthanasia <laughs> and putting putting this season out of its misery. Right. Um, and it uh, honestly, I mean, it, it feels like there have been uh, not that it's necessarily show it kind of did last week at Jacksonville, but I, I I haven't necessarily seen guys mailing it in, but just the sense in the building, is, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. from about from about Halloween on has been just one of kind of dread and let's get this over with. And, and I'm speaking for a group of sports writers and sports casters too. So yeah, um, yeah, it it's, it's been awful. There, there's no other way to put it. And you know, the, the thing that stinks and we've talked about this before is they don't even have the silver lining of the number right. one overall pick. And that most years, like, I did a story a couple weeks ago. Is this the worst team in Panthers history? And the two others in contention were 2001, 1-15, 2010, 2-14. Well, the O one one team yielded Julius Peppers mm-hmm. with the number two pick. David Carr went first because uh, expansion franchise in Houston. And then, obviously, 2010 yielded Cam Newton. What's this year going to yield? Uh, the number 33 pick and... Uh, they better use it wisely.
0: Joe Person from the Athletic is joining us here. Because here, here's my my take that this is not the worst team. They've had worse teams. They've had, and I said this after the Jacksonville game. They've had worse games than you know losing twenty six nothing, regardless of shutout. And it had been X amount of years since they had been shut out. They've had worse. They've played worse games. They've had worse teams. But I'm not sure that this isn't rock bottom because of other factors. Um, and I understand, and I'll use air quotes here, uh, that David Tepper is passionate about uh, about the team. But this became sort of a circus that had nothing to do with football, no?
1: It did. It did, and I went down. I We, we were in Hilton Head for a couple days between Christmas and New Year's, so I was halfway to Jacksonville, so I, I, I made the, the track down there and, <laughs> Sitting in the press box, well, first of all, I had already texted my editor, you know, at about at about 19 to nothing and <laughs> said, what a, why did I come to this? <laughs> well, we're back in the press box and about ready to start writing. I've been doing some transcribing of the interviews and, and all this. And then one of the Jacksonville guys yelled down. There were only two of us left at the on the Panther side of the press box at this point. Uh, did you all see this about the Panthers owner? Geez. I'm like, OK, this is uh, I may not be making it back to Hilton Head for uh, for New Year's midnight, you know, uh, whatever. Right. But yeah, it was bad. It just uh, uh, it, But but it was somehow fitting. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that was my it was that was my column that it was it was an embarrassing season at every level. From firing the coach eleven games in to the Game of Thrones culture that existed uh, on the coaching staff before Frank yep. Reich's firing, and uh, and and then David Tepper put the cherry on top by by throwing a, a drink. Uh, too bad it wasn't like some cherry milkshake, then <laughs> it really would have been a apt metaphor. But yeah. Frankly, he's lucky he didn't get fined a little more and even suspended a game. I I thought it was deserving of him sitting out um, week eighteen. But really, maybe the penalty is he gets to watch this team has to watch this team <laughs> one more time. Yeah,
0: because again, these are all jokes, right? My my thought was the NFL the NFL understands that David Tepper right now is punishment enough that. Uh, it is it is so toxic at this point. The, the NFL, like, we can't do any more damage to them than he's doing to his own franchise right now. Um, look, I've always said this about owners. It takes time. It takes time to get it. it. takes time to know how to back off and let your the people that you hire do their jobs. Uh, and, he, you know, this is year six and all that, and maybe he'll get it one day. He certainly hasn't yet. Uh, But it's not like we're at the point where the NFL is going to try to force him out. It it took how how many years to get them to uh, at least apply a little bit of pressure to Daniel Snyder? And what David Tepper has done isn't even on the radar screen of what Daniel Snyder has done. Uh, He's just one of those guys. He's one of those billionaires that thinks that they have all the answers. And it's just going to be as easy as everything else. Joe Person from The Athletic is joining us. Has your opinion of Bryce Young changed from the start of the season to now?
1: That's a great question. I, I'd have to say, yeah, I, I I was expecting more. I really was. I mean, first overall pick, had done big things in Alabama. Yes, yes, we all were writing and talking about the durability. And uh, <laughs> that's a remarkable thing. Mm-hmm. He's... He, Held up under the weight of fifty-nine sacks this year, which is more than any other rookie quarterback has absorbed, ex- except David Carr, whom I mentioned earlier. <laughs> uh, and, and so, yeah, but he, but he, but he keeps getting up. But I just, I, you know, I have really been reserving judgment because he doesn't have great weapons. The pass protection has been terrible. With Ikeaquanu's regression and mm-hmm. the and the turnstile at both guard positions. Yeah. I get it. But I just feel like I with, we with the exception of the Green Bay game, which they lost, it's just I, I don't I've been waiting for some special moments and, and evidence where it's like, okay. And and I did get and, and you did feel that against Green Bay, but like it's not like he has a rocket arm. Adam Golden
0: Studio with my man, Coach Pete Derutter Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next
1: step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival. Oh, oh look box at that! Set. You see it right here. I got <laughs> workbooks, guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a three hundred dollar value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a thousand dollar value for the next eighteen of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. or text adam to 600 700 adam gold is a paid spokesman investment advisory services offered by capital financial advisory group a north carolina registered investment advisor it's not like he runs the ball much uh, if if at all but barely and so i don't know i i I think he can still be a a a solid maybe in a, a maybe even a very good quarterback in this league but I would have liked to have seen a little more at some point where, to, to, to where if you're the number one pick where you take your talents and you're able to pull the team up above the muck that uh, of the you know the, the raise the level of your teammates. and I really hadn't seen that much.
0: No, I, 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 I agree. Now my, my if you had asked me that same question, uh, I would say that my opinion has not changed of Bryce Young simply because my opinion of the players around him has changed. And Mm. I am appalled at the lack of ability around him. And I don't Mm -hmm. think the coaching helped at all this year. Right. Uh, But I, again, I could very simply be, this is what I believed then. And I don't care what my lion eyes are telling me (laughs) because, because you're right. We have seen very little, to be encouraged about, apart from a flash here, a drive there, uh, there just hasn't been. And there's been more inaccuracies than I thought we would have seen with uh, with Bryce. What's the biggest hole you see in the roster? And I know there's it's a roster full of holes, sort of like a screen door. Uh, but <laughs> what is the biggest area of need if you were heading into the offseason and said, this is what we must do first?
1: So I don't know that this is an area of need, but I will say I, I think the most elo- alarming development for me this season was Icky Aquano, who I already mentioned, mm-hmm. because, because Scott Fitter thought he had solved the offensive line. He, he mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've seen people tweet and, and commentate about, oh, well, maybe they should have addressed the offensive line. They did. Like, that they <laughs> they deliberately wanted to get that line in order or at least what they thought was in order. And, you know, they used a top eight pick on Icky Aquinas and his rookie year. You're thinking, okay, uh, this looks like a hell of a pick. And you've got your, your franchise left tackle, whom they have lacked since Jordan gross retired, which was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But then this year happened and you know, talking to, to, to people around the league um, and, and in the building, they, last year, when Matt Rule was there, but also, you know, with, when Ben McAdoo was was calling the plays that, under Steve Wilkes late in the season, they gave Icky some help as a rookie. And I thought it was telling yesterday, Thursday in Charlotte, the offensive coordinator, Thomas Brown, I asked him about Icky Aquano, and he said, you know, in retrospect, I probably could have helped him more. Mm-hmm. And, and and here's the thing. Okay, yes, but if you have your franchise left tackle, you shouldn't have to help him that much. And that to me is is the most. Again, yep. do they have other needs? Yes, because they're not going to cut Ikeyaquano. But that's the was the most alarming development for this for, for this entire season for me.
0: A uh, hundred. Percent agree it, it to the point where I started remembering all the people who said that he was better cut out to be a guard than a tackle leading into the draft last year. Uh, even though I have been team icky, I was team icky leading up to the draft. Uh, He's an incredible kid, and I hope it works out for him. But man, it was a uh, it was a very very difficult year. Finally, Joe Person from the Athletic. I've been on this, and I think you and I have already talked about it. I think it's malpractice that they didn't trade Brian Burns for two ones and a three last year. Um, But going into this offseason, knowing that they don't have a first-round pick, even though they have the best second-round pick you can have, should they be trading assets like Burns, maybe uh, J.C. Horn, anything you can get, anything you can trade to compile day one and day two draft picks?
1: Yes, I would and and those two guys you mentioned are the place to start. Two first round picks. Um you know Burns has been to a couple pro bowls, JC Horn if he's healthy has what most people think is pro, pro bowl type mm-hmm. talent. So yeah, absolutely I would. I mean JC Horn I last week and, and this got lost under the uh, under the uh <laughs> the drink toss but uh, <laughs> but but you know jc horn was active for that game where he had, had a toe injury during the week had practice some and you know limited but but the coaches expected him to play and start that game mm-hmm. and during warmups, he kind of tapped out and he was like I, I i speaking with shaquille griffin who ended up starting that game I asked when. when did you know you were going to start? Uh, like 20 minutes before kickoff, uh, <laughs> dur- you know, during the last phase of warm-up. So, that just w- that was a bad look. <laughs> there were a lot right. of bad looks in Jacksonville. That was another one. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, now, could, this is what could happen if you trade J.C. Horn. The Christian McCaffrey scenario could could happen all over again where he goes somewhere and he does stay healthy and he does become a Pro Bowl player. Uh, Nevertheless, I'm doing it. I I think this franchise has to damn near start over, you know, tear it down to the bones and figure something else out. Yep. I think uh,
0: Derek Brown is the only core guy I would absolutely keep. And Frankie Louvu. I'm so team Frankie Louvu. I love everything about that guy. Uh, As I do you, Joe person. I appreciate your time. Uh, happy New Year to you. Uh, the season is almost over. Then the real work begins, so I appreciate
1: it. I appreciate you, man. Happy New Year and look forward to talking to you soon.
0: So, let's make a list of the assets. This is sort of like a, uh, not that I've been through this, uh, this is sort of like a divorce. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, what are the assets? Very similar. Who is the China? <laughs> right? Who is the- uh, Who gets the dog? The, 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 well, that was, that was an easy one. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. who, <laughs> I'm not trying to bring up personal baggage here. Uh, it's a big decision. So it was an easy one. Yeah. I just go back to it. It was an easy one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Go carry, where getting there is just a tap away.